0: Hello there, and welcome to The Business Of. Today's topic is the business of aging well. My guest is Aaron Wadka, the Associate State Director for Advocacy and Community Outreach at AARP Arizona. But before we get started, I'd like to thank today's sponsor, Desert Diamond Casinos in Tucson. Desert Diamond Casino is packed with the hottest slot machines and table games in Tucson. Hungry? They've got your cravings covered. Plus, stir things up by betting on your favorite sports at the wagering kiosk throughout the casino. And when it's all over, chill out in one of Desert Diamond Casino's comfortable hotel rooms. Okay, let's get started. Hello, Aaron.
1: Hi, Heather. Thanks so much for having me. I'm happy to be here.
0: I'm glad you're here. So go ahead and tell the listeners a little bit about AARP's history and when AARP Arizona came to be.
1: Absolutely. So Dr. Ethel Percy Andrus, a retired high school principal, founded AARP in 1958. Okay. So we've been around quite a while. All right. Uh, AARP evolved from the National Retired Teachers Association, which Dr. Andrus had helped establish in 1947. And she did it to promote her philosophy of productive aging. Okay. Um, and then she did it in response of, to the need of retired teachers for health insurance, right? So that's that was the uh, core value of why okay. she started the organization. Uh-huh. I mean, fast forward today and AARP is the nation's largest nonpartisan nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering people to choose how the, the, to live how they age. Um, we have nearly 38 million members. And offices in every state from the District of Columbia to Puerto Rico, um, the U.S. Virgin Islands, Um, AARP works to strengthen communities and to advocate for what matters most to families with a focus on health and security, uh, financial stability and personal fulfillment.
0: My goodness.
1: Yes, we do. We do it all. And we're (laughs) very happy to do it and to serve the community.
0: Wow. And I had no idea that you were also in Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands and all that. That's amazing.
1: Absolutely. I mean, like I said, we are the largest nonprofit, nonpartisan advocacy organization that's just dedicated to helping people choose how they live and and fulfill that social mission.
0: Exactly. So when and why should someone join AARP Arizona?
1: So AARP, while it's dedicated to people over 50 that we all know, there is actually no minimum age to join, right? People of all ages can get an AARP membership at any age, as low as $12 per year with auto renewal. Okay. Um, Anyone can become a member and can gain access to the hundreds of discounts Um, the ARP offers and at any age can get involved with us in our community uh, outreach and advocacy um, organization.
0: So has the no age minimum always been the case or is that new? Why is it in my head that you had to be over 55 or whatever? Has that always been the case or is that
1: so it's not super, super recent, Okay. Um, but it is catch. I mean, it wasn't something people knew about right. for a while, exactly. and it's, it's catching wind. Um, but it's something that we really embrace with the organization, mm-hmm. um, especially with our volunteerism and our community advocacy. We have people ranging of all ages involved in their communities to make it a more livable uh, place for everybody.
0: Right, exactly. I do remember uh, an old coworker who was... I guess, in their 30s, who did get airline yeah, uh, absolutely. flights through ARP And I was thinking, well, how did you do that? And, absolutely. They, were like, yeah, remembers. and oh, they yeah, And they were young. Well, then, you so know, it was a surprise in, to me. In
1: addition to the, the community and advocacy work I'm talking about, there are, there are definitely those benefits um, that ARP is proud to, to support and offer to its members of any age. And you know, I encourage anybody who's listening to, to just go over our website and take a look and, and see if they feel that's a good fit for them.
0: And since you're mentioning your website, let's go ahead and give that. It's states.aarp.org forward slash Arizona. Yes. And then each state will have their own. Correct. But we want them to go to Arizona since this is mostly...
1: We do. We do. And then on that website, in addition to finding information about membership, you'll also see a list of events that we're having throughout the communities in Tucson, Phoenix, and the Prescott area. Oh, okay.
0: Absolutely. So let's talk more about your benefits. I'm sure the list is very long, but go ahead and share some of the benefits so listen- listeners can understand what's out there. Yeah,
1: so AARP provides uh, a wealth of opportunities to, to save money, to play, learn, and volunteer. Um, our benefits include categories in travel, okay. restaurants, entertainment, work and jobs, finances, and we do have endorsed insurance plans with United Healthcare, Medicare Advantage. Delta Dental, the Hartford and New York Life, huh. um, health and other, other categories are health and wellness, shopping and groceries, gas and auto service, home and real estate, technology and wireless, um, community events, family caregiving resources, the infamous AARP, the magazine right. um, and the infamous AARP bulletin, um, all of these are wrapped up into benefits that you can get through your ARP membership.
0: That's so cool. And you, you really listed a whole bunch of benefits. I'm curious. So you were talking about health insurance. So I don't know if you happen to know off the top of your head, say if someone is interested in one one of them, say United, for example, mm-hmm. uh, do you have any idea how your rates might compare to, say, their employer rates? Or... So I'm out on their own sort of thing do you have any idea
1: it's a great question, and I would leave that to the insurance agents <laughs> to, to, uh-huh. to, to outline and to 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 talk about again you know these are aARP endorsed plans, but ultimately they come from the insurance companies themselves gotcha. and so i wouldn't want to speak ill or speak you know incorrectly, so sure. I would direct um, any listener who's interested to our website. Um, they have tons of information there, and then they can lead them to the insurance companies. Right.
0: And so is that the case with many of these benefits where it's an AARP endorsement rather than it, something that's specific for AARP? It, de-
1: it depends. It depends on the benefit. Um, okay. Some places are, are straight partnerships, and some places are just endorsed plans. Oh, okay. Um, I would say that, again, like the... Pr- what everybody knows is like the, the insurance programs, mm-hmm. um, and those are endorsed plans.
0: Okay, gotcha. Right. And then the travel benefits is that just flights or is it it's more a, packages? Tell us a little bit more about that because I know, especially you know heading into the Tucson it's, summer, it's people a, are yeah, looking for some a, travel. It's idea. a spectrum
1: of um you know it's 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 uh, travel and it, all encompassing could be individual flight hotel um rates. It could be package deals. Um, you know it just really depends on the individual and what they want to get out of that mm-hmm. membership. Um, you know, at the event that you were just talking about the issues with a twist, uh-huh. um, I was talking to somebody there who was actually probably in their thirties as well and was talking to me about how he and his wife utilized their AARP membership to buy international flights. Right. So, I mean, that, that's what works for them. What works for any other uh, member could be different. Gotcha. But the, but the benefit is white, sp- uh, spanning. So, I mean, it, it could com- encompass all of the travel or it could encompass part of it.
0: Right. And you were saying it starts at $12 a year.
1: So $12 a year um, if you set it up for auto renewal. Okay. If you just, if you don't set it up for auto renewal, right now I believe the rate is $16 a year. Well,
0: still. Yeah. That's, that's oh, amazing.
1: Absolutely. Um, I mean, what you put in is doesn't compare to like the amazing benefits that you get from the output of the organization
0: exactly and then you were also mentioning your advocacy efforts so absolutely. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that and then you know how do you even decide which battles to pick sometimes
1: absolutely you know AARP leads social change, right? And mm-hmm. delivers value to members through advocacy, as I'm saying, service and information to make things better for society. Okay. Um, we play a positive role in our community in all kinds of ways. Um, and AARP's public policies serve as a foundation for our work to fight for people 50 plus and to help them choose uh, th- to live how they age. Um, so uh, as you know, a lot of our policies are fighting for people age 15 over. Um, and also for individuals and their families at the local, state, and national levels. Um, We work on issues such as leading efforts to protect and update Social Security, Um, includes the cost of living adjustments, Medicare, and promote other retirement savings efforts to help everyone achieve uh, lifetime financial security. Um, You know, we pick and choose our fights because we want to make sure that the communities in which our members live in are operating and offer the best for them right Mm -hmm. so again like that 50 plus fight um, Social Security and Medicare we will always stand behind the fight to protect Social Security and Medicare because of the value and the protection that it offers um, the 50 plus community sure I would say on the local level we even go a bit deeper we want to make sure that you know streets roads um, housing all of that is 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 in line with what the 50 plus community and what families need so for example We're big supporters of the Living Street Alliance. It's Mm -hmm. an organization here in Tucson. Um, You know, their work uh, impacts all age demographics, right? Mm -hmm. Making sure that roads and sidewalks um, are accessible and usable. That's Mm -hmm. important to ARP because our members, irregardless of age, use the roads, use the sidewalks, right? right? So we actually uh, partner with them. Um, and provide sponsorships and get involved with their community service activities because the work that they do is beneficial to our members as well. And we do that with a, a wide variety of local and state organizations. Okay. So there is that, that kind of notorious fight that we always will be involved with for mm-hmm. th- protecting Social Security and Medicare, but the advocacy goes down from th- to the state and to the local levels, which is, I think, the big takeaway from this interview with you is to let your listeners know that. AARP is in your community. Right. Right, and we are here to to do the work of community building and community preservation.
0: Right. And then how do you gather your information from your members so you know what is important to them? Do you do surveys or what do you do to really get a gist yeah, yeah, yeah. of what's important?
1: Absolutely. So the process for developing our public policy is overseen by AARP's board of directors to ensure that commitment to the organization's mission and purpose, okay. right? It includes extensive input and analysis on the views of AARP members and other people age 50 and older throughout the nation, um, as well as studying policy options to develop innovative and thoughtful solutions that address the needs of the 50 plus population. So AARP staff and volunteers as well, um, as well as internal and external policy experts from a diversity of backgrounds and perspectives contribute to this formulation of AARP's policy. Um, We take input from local, state, and national level to make sure that what we're targeting is impactful and important to the people we're serving.
0: Definitely, for sure. If you're just now joining us, you're listening to Tucson Metro Chambers, The Business Of. I'm Heather Wolpern, and today's guest is Erin Wadka, the Associate State Director for Advocacy and Community Outreach at AARP Arizona. So I saw on your website, you have a job board. Yes. So talk about that a little bit and what can be learned from AARP's skills builder at work. Yes, absolutely.
1: Um, So the AARP job board was designed with members in mind. It, It tries to match your years of valuable experience with employers that are committed to an age diverse workforce, right? So you can narrow your search with easy to use filters to focus on what matters most, whether it's where you work or how you work, like full time or part time, uh-huh. um, you can go to the job board and search by occupation and location. Then apply online. It gives you information on online career fairs. There's in person workshops to learn how to network, ace oh. an interview, and create a winning like kind of elevator pitch. Okay. Um, there's a there's certainly a great jobs for everybody that's fifty plus. There's an employer pledge program and, you know, there's actually information on how to start a business. Wow. Yeah,
0: that's really good to know. Absolutely. And then something else I saw was the community challenge grants. What are those? Yes,
1: absolutely. So the AARP community challenge grant program is part of the nationwide AARP Livable Communities Initiative that helps communities become great places to live for residents of all ages. The program is intended to help communities make immediate improvements and jumpstart long-term progress. So since the program's debut in 2017, AARP has awarded $12.7 million oh, wow. through over 1,060 grants. Uh, the projects have been completed across all 50 states, okay. Washington, D.C., Puerto That was Rico, my next and, question. Yeah, is this nationwide? Yeah, this is nationwide. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and, you know, the 2023 application cycle recently closed, um, and the community... Challenge grants have kind of three grant categories, right? That you can apply for. There's the flagship grant, which focuses on improving public spaces, transportation, housing, diversity, equity, and inclusion, digital connections, community resilience, civic engagement, and community health and economic empowerment. Okay, those are the original grants, right? So new in 2023 is the capacity building micro grants. um and those will include additional resources provided by leading nonprofit organizations. So AARP will fund projects that improve walkability in community gardens. Oh, okay. And then the final new grant is the demonstration grant. So AARP will fund projects that build capacity towards transportation systems change and build awareness of new housing options through accessory dwelling unit, ADUs, design competitions. Oh, okay. And so, you know. There you can go to arporg challenge to learn more. Um, I think it's also important to talk about like the Community Challenge Grant Program here in Arizona. Yes. So last year in Arizona, twenty-one organizations received grants. Uh, grants usually range, are average at about the twelve thousand dollar level. Okay. Um, some of the organizations are the Hopi and Navajo reservations in Red Feather, um, Camp Verde, the Camp Verde Parks and Recreation Divis- Division. Division. Here in Tucson, there were community gardens of Tucson received a grant. Okay. In Yuma, there was the Yuma Crossing National Her- Heritage Area. So what ARP does is we open the application cycle, and they have until about mid March to okay. submit an application. Mm-hmm. Um, the state, alongside our executive council, go through a scoring and review process, and then we send it to the national level for final decisions. Gotcha. And so once they do their final scoring at the national level they will send back the results by i believe it's mid may mm-hmm. and these organizations have between mid may to the end of november to complete the project oh gosh so right. they need to get on it yeah so the turnaround <laughs> time is is very fast but um it's to it's to continue the purpose of making immediate impact and purposeful impact. Mm -hmm. Um, In Arizona this year, we've had 56 applications, and we're currently going through the scoring process. So in a couple of weeks, I would say about eight weeks, um, you'll hear who gets the awards.
0: Oh, how exciting. Yeah,
1: it's one of our flagship um, programs here in Arizona and nationwide. And it's just an example of how AARP is using its, like, strength and its resources to, you know, turn around and give back to their communities.
0: Right. Definitely. That's so exciting to hear. I didn't know that about AARP. Yeah. it's very good to hear. Good work. (laughs) So tell us, what are some of the misconceptions about AARP? I know one of them is what I had is I thought you had to be over 50 or 55 to even be a member, and you've already said, nope, that's not the case. So what else? Right,
1: right. I mean, I would say that that's the first myth, right, Right. is that you have to be 50 plus to join. Yeah. While AARP is dedicated to improving the lives of people as they age people um, over 50, there is no minimum age to join. So some benefits, again, like I said, are limited based on age, but the vast majority of our many benefits and discounts are open to people of all ages. Uh, We have content that can help you prepare for retirement, financial planning, and life now before you turn 50. So the younger you are, the more you need AARP.
0: Right. That's a good point. To um,
1: make. I think the second and maybe ties into the first myth is that AARP is for retirees only. Yeah. AARP is so much more, right? In fact, many of our members are still working. Mm-hmm. Uh, we offer resources, again, to help you with a second career, including resume servicing job boards that we mentioned right. earlier. Uh-huh. We advocate against age discrimination in the workplace. And we have information on how to prepare for retirement something, you know, you want to do well in advance of your last day of work. And you can do that um, through our website or by connecting with somebody at the state level um, to learn more about retirement preparer.
0: Right. And so that makes me think with resumes, does AARP recommend to not include the year you graduated college or not include certain jobs that were more than, you know, a couple decades ago or any kind of clue that would potentially lead to ageism?
1: So ARP is always committed to uh, fighting age discrimination, and I would encourage any listener who's interested in learning how to best prepare for a job at any age to look at our resources, okay. and it'll all be, all be outlined on, on, on the website or, you know, in resume kits that you can pick up at the Tucson Information Center. Right,
0: right. And something else that just entered my mind when you were talking about the different grants and, and what they can be used for sometimes, how often can say there's a uh, a citywide or even statewide proposition Mm -hmm. that maybe doesn't get approved, but it has to do with something that you can help with. Have you ever come across that? Like a a
1: state bond or like a local bond?
0: Or even like a local proposition where they say, we want to raise the tax for improving roads, but Mm -hmm. say it doesn't pass, but then you could maybe do some advocacy to help with improving roads have you ever come across that where something still
1: yeah so well we would definitely um get behind again we are nonpartisan right. um and we would definitely explore getting behind a bond that would help our members i think the caveat to that is understanding what exactly the bond is doing and how it's impacting our members again like it's all about impact right and all about positive impact so whether it's through advocacy or whether it's through the challenge grants, we we look at any avenue to make that impact.
0: Very good. So, what other misconceptions are there?
1: Yeah, I mean, the the other big one is that AARP is an insurance company, right? I mean, first and foremost, we are not an insurance company. Uh-huh. Um, we do, however, endorse the AARP Medicare Supplement Insurance Plans insured by United Healthcare. Um, but AARP does not employ or endorse insurance agents, brokers, or producers. When you become a member of AARP, you have access to certain insurance products that carry the AARP name, and they're specifically endorsed by us. Again, such as the AARP Medicare Supplement Insurance Plans, um, insured by United Healthcare, uh, the AARP Life Insurance Program from New York Life, and the AARP Auto and Home Insurance Program from the Hartford. But as you noted, I included the names of those insurance companies after those plans. Right. So if you want to sign up for those plans and if you want to, you know, have questions about those plans, you got to go to that.
0: Gotcha. Right. Okay.
1: Um, and I think the last and the big uh, myth to, to dispel is that AARP supports a political ideology. Right. Um, we're a nonpartisan advocacy organization dedicated to improving the lives of people. As they age right we do not endorse or contribute money to any candidates or any political okay, parties good to know. Um, aging and issues important to our older population are relevant to all regardless of political ideology we arm people with information help them save money for themselves and their families and address some of the biggest concerns of people over 50 like maintaining mental sharpness
0: sure all right well that sounds good so what else do you want to say before we wrap up today
1: um, you know, I think it's important to highlight how ARP is impacting, you know, people in their communities and people nationwide, right? So, uh-huh. I'd love to talk about how ARP pushed heavily for the prescription drug provisions. Um, that was part of the Inflation Reduction Act, it, which brought critical relief to folks who are struggling to pay for their medications. Sure. So, some of those provisions um, in that law include capping the cost of to increase to inflation limiting the cost of insulin to $35 for those who are in Medicare. It okay. uh, adds an out-of-pocket cost for Part D uh, recipients. And it lastly negotiates the price of 10 drugs, which are likely to be the most common and expensive drugs. Mm. Um, and that number will, go, will grow to 20 drugs, right? And then again, on the local side of things, we were successful in 2021 at lowering utility bills for the state's largest utility, APS, and we will continue that work now um, in Tucson. We've advocated for increasing the amount of affordable housing, and have advocated for the livability, including the bond to complete the loop with Prop 407. Oh, okay. So we are also very active at the legislature to work on interests on issues such as long-term care, housing, and transportation. Mm-hmm. Again, if you if you notice the trend of our advocacy, it's not political its impact. And it impacts right. everybody regardless of partisanship.
0: Well, that's good to hear. Absolutely. I'm glad you clarified yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We hope the information shared today on The Business Of inspires you to go check out states.aarp.org forward slash Arizona. Thank you so much to today's guest, Aaron Wadka, the Associate State Director for Advocacy and Community Outreach at AARP Arizona. Thanks again to Desert Diamond Casinos for sponsoring today's broadcast. I'd also like to thank a few of our keystone investors, such as Diamond Ventures, D2 Dispensary, and Hexagon. Also, go ahead and check out Tucson Metro Chamber's website at tucsonchamber.org for our latest events. Ongoing events include Chamber Exchange, Coffee and Contacts, Workforce on Tap, and ASU presented Issues with a Twist, as well as our signature events, such as the Business Summit and Expo, which is coming up on May 17th at the Tucson Convention Center. It's a half-day session from 8.30 to 2. It'll include lunch, panelists, speakers. We're really excited for this one. And then also, our 26th annual Copper Cactus Awards. The applications are open now, so visit TucsonChamber.org to fill those out by June 2nd. And the event will be back at the Casino del Sol on September 22nd, and we're going for a Casino Royale theme. So get dressed in your best casino attire. We'll also have our State of the City and our State of the State. And in case you didn't catch the episode from the beginning or you would like to listen to it again, visit our website or search for Tucson Metro Chambers The Business Of on your favorite podcast app. For example, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, they're all there, many, many more. So go ahead and subscribe when you're listening as well. Would you like to be my guest or sponsor an episode? Go ahead and email me at thebusinessof at tucsonchamber.org. That's the business of at tucsonchamber.org. It's for Tucson Metro Chamber members only, though, so you'll have to join if you haven't already. Thanks so much for listening. Have a fantastic day.